Offensive coordinator Brian Callahan is in the trenches with Dave Lapham, brought to you by First Star Logistics today. And I'll tell you, it's great that you joined us because Brian Callahan breaks down a couple of things that a lot of key performers for his offensive football team do, whether it be mentally or physically, tangibly or intangibly. He has a lot of interesting things to say. He discusses Joe Burrow, the greatness of Joe Burrow, and how Joe Burrow can compartmentalize and uh, contract negotiations will not phase what Joe Burrow is doing in training camp. And he is the heart and soul of the football team, as Mike Brown and many others are going to tell you. There's no question about it. That's the universal, uh, the universal opinion of all. This Cincinnati Bengals offense is going to be dynamic. There's no doubt. They have weapons extraordinaire. They can throw the football as well or better than anybody in the league. And when they run the ball, they can run it efficiently and effectively. That's a recipe for success. Brian Callahan, you're going to like it. Thanks for taking the time to join us in the trenches with Dave Lappin, brought to you by First Star Logistics, coming to you from our studios as always. And we have a very, very special guest as training camp gets underway. Offensive coordinator, Brian Callahan. He's kind of the one of the masterminds that puts it all together. It's like a big puzzle, you know, spreading the field, taking advantage of all quadrants of the football field, have all kinds of skilled players to utilize in that regard, line them up all kinds of different ways. Nobody has a more creative football mind than offensive coordinator Brian Callahan. Thanks for joining us, sir. You got it. I need you to follow me around and do that more often. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you've already been underway for a little bit. You've had the young guys out there and some veteran players. Joe Burrow is out there throwing to, uh, to young players. Yep. Um, What's it look like so far? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Um, yeah, it looks. I mean, guys look good. The, the guys, that, the rookies, have come back. It's a chance for them to, you know, get their legs under them, get a couple day head start on the veterans, because you know, as as we all know, that uh, you know they're competing for jobs now. You know, right. it's 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 time to go. It's for real. Um, the roster's got to get cut, and I'm in five ish five ish weeks, and so um, the urgency picks up and. Those guys came back. They look good and, and look like they're ready to get going. But uh, the most exciting part is when you get to actually practice and go full speed, which we haven't done since, you know, last January. So excited to get going. So the, the Joe Burrow contract is 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 the big thing that's that's hanging over everybody. You know, it's a, and, and like Mike Brown uh, said recently at the, at the at the kickoff luncheon, he's the heart and soul, you know, of, of, of the whole thing. I admire him though because he is so focused. I mean, he's able to say, "Okay, well, that's I got to compartmentalize that." You know, I've got people to handle that. I'm football, and here it is, football time. And he's he's out there, you know, early and playing, getting things done with the with the younger players. What does that say about Joe Burrow? Uh, he has a, a unique ability, I think, as a lot of players learn as they go along, but. Um, you know, like you just said, he compartmentalizes. There's a there's a business side of football, um, then there's the football side of football, and and they coexist together. And he does a good job of of handling his business in all facets. He has lots of, plenty of off the field ventures that he does, and 
philanthropy and, and the contract is just another part of that. So um, he's got a great team of people around him. Uh, so he knows when it's time to focus on football, which is now it's time to go. Uh, the other people handle those things and run the business part for him. And he knows how to handle it. He's a professional. He's, he's, you know, incredibly mature for his age. And uh, he understands the weight of the expectations on him and, and our organization. And so uh, he'll be here ready to go. And the, the business side will take care of itself when it takes care of itself. And thankfully, I don't have to worry about it. That's not my problem. Right. <laughs> uh, but it is it is it is good to have guys that understand that there is there is two sides to this um, and, and be able to compartmentalize and and handle their business uh, on, on both sides the right way, which is appreciated. No question about it. Tremendous uh, leadership shown, you know, in that regard, as well as almost every regard as far as as far as uh, Joe's concerned, knock on wood, what would it be like to have Joe Burrow for a full training camp? I mean, you haven't had the opportunity to experience that. And, and, and here it, it, he's playing, you know, the contract is, is in the back of his mind, but he wants to go out there and, and get a full camp in and hit the ground running in terms of uh, the opener and, and, and get off to a fast start. That's a, that's a big key this year, that quick start, isn't it? Yeah, and I think having Joe, you know, we won't we don't know what a normal training camp is like for Joe. Yeah, right. um, so excited for that to, to be the case because you know he, by the time he gets all these reps under his belt and is ready to play in September, I think you're going to see a, uh, you know, if you can imagine it, an even more improved Joe Burrow than than you've seen thus far, and and that's exciting. Um, I do think that the fast starts critical because we have two divisional games to open the season. You know, we right. two are are one of them's on the road and you know those are games that we we have to find a way to pick up early especially when you're looking at teams that that could be breaking in you know new systems on either side of the ball baltimore on offense cleveland on defense and um, but they're teams that we still know we know their players and their talent and uh we'll have our hands full we have work cut out for us if we want to start fast um you know we got we got a lot of a lot of work to be done still and uh, excited about that challenge but certainly two divisional games out the gate is uh you know, you don't. You have to start fast. There really isn't much of a um, uh, leeway in that in that early part of the season. We got to get going. And and a big factor in that is uh, taking care of the football. You know, valuing every possession. Don't give extra possessions to teams like Cleveland and Baltimore. That, that that's a big deal too, isn't it? Taking care of the ball early on, as well as it is all year long, obviously. Yeah, but then you see those early games. That tends to be, um, you know, that's what put us in a hole last year in our opener. Uh, right that we had a chance to win, but ultimately didn't put ourselves in the best position uh, early on in the game. Um, but yeah, anytime early, especially early in the season, the turnover part's a huge uh, determining factor. It always is, but you know, early games, things can get a little sideways and, and guys aren't fully uh, in their mid-season form. And so you, you do the best you can to limit the mistakes. And usually the teams that make the least amount of mistakes um, that are critical in a game tend to find a way to win those early, early uh, matches. So we got to be on, on top of our stuff and, and on top of the turnovers and, and hopefully put ourselves in a good position. I think, you know, something that uh, that separates Joe from just about anybody, quarterbacks or coaches or whatever, that he sees the entire width of the field and the entire length of the field and can tell you when he comes to the sideline, he probably can tell you where everybody's lined up, you know, every single snap that just occurred, his ability to, to recognize it, you know, and then to remember it, the two R's, you know, recognition and remember are huge in his mindset, aren't they? 
Yeah, it's one of his his real gifts is he has uh, an incredible spatial awareness uh, for what is around him, for what people are doing, um, and, and a really deep understanding of our offense versus whatever we're going to be playing against structurally and schematically. So uh, that allows him to really have a great feel for what he's going to see going into the game. And then he's got a great ability to process and recognize in-game. Um, and that's what makes him great. I mean, that's what separates, you know, just okay to good quarterbacks to, to the elite quarterbacks in our league. And then Joe's got an incredible ability to, to see and process. I think, uh, like you said, there's a, there's a, there's a recognition part. There's a execution part. Um, and there's also a communication part that goes into that as well with making sure everyone's on the same page. Um, and he does all three of those things that is about a high level as you can ask for, for a quarterback. So that's, that's one of his traits, you know, the, mental intangible part of it kind of thing how about the tangible the physical part of it what is it physically give me something that joe does at such a high level from a physical purely physical aspect as a quarterback um you know his he, he probably is as rock solid a technical thrower um that you can that you could be um he spends a lot of time thinking about it a lot of time working on it um, just in terms of being efficient with his release, the quickness of his release, um, his footwork is really important. So those those parts of his fundamental game um, that, that probably get overlooked and underappreciated in, in the world, but um, really think that those are his his fundamental game, his mechanical game is um, probably as good as anybody in football. And is he wastes no motion. He's really efficient. And, and his ability to get the ball out of his hand fast uh, with good velocity is is a physical trait that he does. Uh, have that's as good as anybody's when it comes to that. So um, I don't know if that answers your question, but that's that's those are the things that I admire and, and think are, are unique to him. No, I think that's I think that answers it extremely well. Let's play that game with uh, with a few other guys. You know, a couple of things that Blank does well. Does best. Sure. Jamar Chase. Give me a couple of things in your estimation that Jamar Chase uh, does well that separates him. Um, I would say his play strength is is uh, probably second to none. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he plays as strong as you could ask a receiver to play, uh, both going up to get the ball in the route stem on the route release. He's just a really strong football player, um, and that allows him to get himself into really great positions to make catches and make uh, yards after catch. Um, you know, I always think catching a football is a prerequisite for a receiver, but um, his ability to go make plays on the ball, um, I think, is what separates him from everybody else that plays. And um, he's got a great understanding of the game, too. He's he's incredibly intelligent when it comes to um, the leverages he's seeing, the coverage he sees, how he thinks he can get open. I love hearing his feedback um, in practice and on game day, what uh, what he sees out there and how he feels he can go win a matchup. So, uh, you know, he's I think he's the best receiver in football. T. Higgins, his running mate. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever just stand across from T and watch him uh, run at you, but it's pretty intimidating. Uh, <laughs> he's he's big and he's strong. He's got great great ability to for his size um, to sink his hips and get out of the top of a break. Um, that's a really an impressive part of, of his game is that he can really explode off the ball, but that he can get that big body down and, and sink his hips and accelerate out of a break, which is really impressive. But um, you know, there's not many people, I think, that can go up uh, above the rim, as they say, to go get the ball better than him. Um, I think he's as good a, a good a combat 
contested catch player that, that you can find. And um, again, just him and Jamar just love football. They love working. They love practice. They're, they're on top of the physical talent. They're really great people to be around and fun to coach. Well, the, the common thread though, with, with both of those guys is like strength. Maybe their strength is, is, a little bit different, but both of them are like not just able to run, but just can like overpower you with their physicality, can't they? Yeah, that's what that's what uh, that's what wins in this league. You know, if you can, if you got guys on the outside that can go separate uh, and win one on one versus you know pretty good corners that they're going to face most of the time. Guys are physical, put their hands on them. That that that's the mark of what separates receivers in this league. I think is um, the guys that can play a little more physical than the defenders and don't get pushed around and don't get moved off landmarks and they're able to, uh, to hold the line and be able to do all the technique things that you ask guys to do. But the strength is a huge part of it. What about Tyler Boyd? Uh, Mr. Efficient, you know, he's, he's yeah. as good. He's as good of underneath feel receiver. Um, you know, probably one of the best two or three that I've seen um, in my career, just as far as understanding voids in zones, understanding leverages of defenders and, um, and just having a really natural feel for playing football. And uh, he is about as clutch as you can ask for in terms of the the game in, game out, third down conversions, tough catches, tough ask. Um, I think it's pretty fun to, to watch Tyler play football just because he's such a natural football player. Do you think him having played the quarterback position at one stage of his career is a factor in him – understanding what you're talking about with that with that route running and the underneath stuff i'm sure it helped especially early on in his career but i think now he's he just has so many reps invested in playing his right. position that he's he's become um uh, you know a, a master at it to some degree you know he just he's got a great feel for playing inside uh, and all the things that that means all the different looks you see um, and then again just to be as dependable and reliable as he is catching the football in, in big moments is i think what separates him now that you've seen our Irv Smith Jr. up close and personal for a little bit, give us a couple of things about him. Yeah, really. To me, he's a, is an excellent route runner. He's got great route quickness, ability to separate at the top. Um, he's got good speed, uh, different style than we've had at the tight end. He's he's a good route, good speed, and good route runner, which I think will give us a little bit different dynamic in, in the pass game. He's a natural catcher. Um, you know all the things about the tight end position that you look for, he possesses. Uh, he just has a, a different style in the past game than we're used to. So excited to see how he fits and where we can use him. Um, you know, but I think he's going to be a really a, a good addition for us this year, uh, particularly as a, as a pass catcher. And a new addition up front in the offensive line, Orlando Brown Jr. What, what do you uh, give me a couple of things about him that has impressed you? Uh, first is his, his mindset and, and demeanor on day to day. You know, he's a guy that, that wants to, to be great and you can see it in the way he works and his attention to the fundamentals, the details, his ability to pick up a new scheme quickly. Um, that part's been really impressive. He's got a great personality. He's great for the locker room. Uh, he's great for the offensive line room. I mean, you see all those things when you, when you watch him, um, physically he's imposing, you know, he's as big a, a big a man as, as you could want to be playing tackle. Right. Um, but he's got great feet and great understanding of the game. And so he can use all his physical traits on top of the, the mental gift he has as, as a son of a former player. And um, you can just see all the knowledge of years of watching football that he has. And it's, it's really impressive to add that to his physical talent. 
um, I think he's a huge addition for us. He's the son of a former player. You're the son of an offensive line coach that I think is the best that uh, has has done it. And it's it's doesn't take long to call roll, and that's before you get to uh, Coach Bill Callahan. There's no question about that. So your experience has been offensive line driven in a lot of areas, not mm-hmm. just Orlando Brown. But what do you think about the group up front? Give me a couple of things about how they perform up front that. Uh, because you can have all the skilled players you want, uh, Coach. If they're, if they're not getting it done up front for you, it can be tough sledding, can it? Yeah, and I think that we're in as good a position as we could ask for uh, going into this season just because, you know, Orlando's proven uh, over his career to be the, the caliber of player that you want. Um, Cordell has really done a nice job in his first year, and hopefully that you see a nice jump in his second year. You know, that that first to second year, getting comfortable. He's, he's thinking a lot less about what to do. Uh, and focusing way more on how to do it more effectively. And so um, he's tough, he's dependable, he's physical. Uh, you t- you put him with with uh, the mayor of Cincinnati, Teddy Karras, right. uh, and you got and you, and you have a pretty good pairing inside mentally, mindset-wise. Uh, and then with Kappa, obviously, I thought Kappa was playing at a Pro Bowl level before he got hurt last year. Um, and, and really, I think he's as good an interior guard as far as uh, size and strength and intelligence. Those three inside are – are as smart as it comes, and they um, they really do a great job with their communication. And so, I feel great about those guys. You know, um, they just they played a lot of football. They're proven players, and and I'm excited to see what that group's going to look like. So, uh, three guys were put on the pup list. LC Collins is on the pup list as an offensive tackle, and so is Devin Cochran, uh, a backup offensive tackle with uh, with knee injuries. But Jonah Williams. Yep. Uh, past the physical and he's 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 ready to ready to roll um that that right tackle position you are you as uh obviously intrigued and as interested as anybody to see how that pans out yeah you know jonah's been a reliable player for us for for his career here and so um seeing him switch sides you know there's there's probably a little bit of a learning curve there but you know i expect him to to jump in pretty quickly and and perform well um i do think that you know, we're still going to have to manage him a little bit. He's coming off an injury, so we'll have to be smart. But, um, you know, I, I have high expectations for Jonah. He has high expectations for himself. Uh, obviously, having Jackson Carmen play, you know, a bunch of tackle there at the end of last year helped his confidence and growth, and, and we'll see what he looks like um, competing on that right side as well. So uh, it's a good group. You know, LC will be back when he's back, but at least now we've, we feel like we have really – quality players at all starting five positions, no matter how it shakes out. And then again, we'll have quality depth behind them because you need all those guys over the course of a season. It's just the way it goes. Guys get injured and dinged up and we need guys to step up. And thankfully we have a bunch of guys that have a lot of experience now uh, behind them. I agree, boy. I think the O-line depth is is outstanding and as well as the depth on the entire roster. It's been, it's been put together exceptionally well. You know, when I, my, favorite thing about the offensive line is it's like making a fist. You know, you don't have to think about it, you know, curling your fingers and wrapping your thumb around. It just kind of happens. And when a, when a group's playing well together, it's just like that. And, and it's strong like a fist. And you've got four guys that have all played a lot of football. And Jonah flipping sides, potentially, or LC, or, or excuse me, um, Jackson Carmen or LC. I mean, you got, you got guys. Now, in Orlando – uh, he's new to the, the dance, but th- like you said, he picks it up all so quickly. And he's a four-time Pro Bowl or two Pro Bowls at each position, right and left tackle. 
I'm really excited about how quickly the interior of the offensive line, I think is going to be, you know, that fist is going to be made real, real quickly. And then just the guards and tackles getting used to playing next to each other. You know, it, it, it's yeah. going to happen quickly. I think with the caliber of people you have up there. Yeah. And that's, that's the hope and the goal. I mean, obviously we were, we were breaking in what amounted to, to really three new starters last year, really four new starters. And so um, right. I think you saw that. And I think you saw the effects of that early in the year. Um, and I think we, now we have a really good feel for for what, what our guys are and what they do well and we're, how we're going to put them in the best positions. And I think it'll allow us to start faster, hopefully, than we did um, last year as far as just that group goes and feel a lot better about where we're headed um, faster than we did a year ago, which is good. That's that's what we hope for when you have a returning group and a veteran group. That's that's the goal. So um, really excited about what, what that could look like for us. And again, a lot of work ahead to, to get to that point, but um, feel good about where we're at and here in July 25th. And I guess, I guess the question is, okay, you've got so many smart guys. You've talked about how intelligent the receivers are. Your quarterback is Menza. The offensive line has got some raw intelligence and football intelligence as well. As a coaching staff, it's, I, I, where is that fine line, that line of demarcation of, okay, we're putting too, we got too much in. We're, mm -hmm. we're overloading here, and we want to have a few things that we can really rely on. But these guys are so capable. Let's give them more and more. Is that kind of a, a tough thing to balance when you have people like you have to coach? Um, it can be. I, I don't know that um, I feel that way at this point. I, I feel yeah. like we have um, we have the benefit of continuity as well. I mean, a lot of these guys have been hearing the same terms for uh, some guys for five years, some for four, uh, some for three. I mean, we've, we've got some – good continuity in the system and the experience, um, you know, from top to bottom, coaches and players included. So that part makes it a lot more comfortable. Um, I do always tend to lean on the do do less better, you know. I mean, there's, yep. you know, you want to be able to to, to have some identity in, in what you're doing and who you are uh, and, and know that when the moments get tough in games, um, you can just do the things uh, that you've been doing since day one of training camp and, and go win a game and execute because, um, we've had so many reps invested. So uh, I think that we've always worked on that, worked through with that philosophy of, of being able to be simple enough. Um, and then, you know, doing the things you have to do to, to provide some illusion of complexity sometimes. So um, the more reps you get in things and the better you are, it's something that uh, you can lean on. I think we've always subscribed to that. So I don't think that'll change and, you know, we'll still find ways to add wrinkles, but uh, we're not, we're not afraid of, of being simple. That's for sure. Boy, illusion of complexity. Uh, that takes me back to Bill Walsh, you know, 1974, my, when I was a rookie in the NFL, he's like, Hey man, we're going to, we've got like these five plays in our run game. We have these half a dozen plays in our pass game and we're going to give them a million different looks as to how we're going to do it. But when push comes to shove, we're doing these concepts. We're doing these five things in the running game, half a dozen things in the passing game. And we're going to confuse the hell out of people, and we're going to formation them, and most we're going to do it. But man, you guys, you guys up front in particular, you got to get it done right here. You got to get it done. This is what we're going to do in these these handful of plays. And I thought it was brilliant, man. That guy obviously was brilliant. But um, about the run game, yeah, you make the the change. Frank makes the change to the gap scheme, and, and about you know halfway through the year, and man, the run game just ooh, takes off. At, at some point, even though you throw it as well or better than anybody in the National Football League, 
when you run it, you have to run it proficiently and effectively. Mm-hmm. And that's the goal, right? Yeah. And that's how we measure our rush success. You know, we're, we're a passing offense. Um, we're never going to likely lead the league in, in volume of rushes. Um, that's just the way our we're set up. That's what our strengths are. Yep. Uh, but when we do run the ball, we do have very specific uh, goals as far as efficiency goes. You know, we're trying to get uh, into that five yard per carry plus um, realm. You know, when we're handing the ball off, we're we're, we're staying efficient. We're staying on track, um, and we're and we're converting. Um, you know, when opportunities arise, converting into first downs. And so, you know, we're we're going to rush the ball um, when we have the advantage. We're going to put teams in conflict, and and we're still going to run it. I mean, the run game is still a part of football. I know that, um, you know, all the discourse out there about running backs and all that stuff is is all there in the run game and that. But um, we're still going to have to run the football, and everybody has to run the football. And um, we'll just tend to we'll tend to do it maybe a little bit differently than some teams do, but it's still an emphasis for us and our schemes still match the fact that, that we're going to have to have moments where we, we got to run it and we're going to need to be able to be successful at it. And let, let's, let me get you out of here on this coach. I should, yep. I, I should have made mention of this gentleman uh, earlier when we were doing our, our couple of things, a uh, couple of points about each player, Joe Mixon in that running game, give us uh, give us two things about Joe Mixon that impress you. Yeah. I think just the, his, his demeanor that he runs with, um, you know he's he's big and strong, and he gives you a, a physical presence um, that's hard to tackle. Defenses always tend to to be leery of him um, over the years. Just talking to guys, and you play him, they they all think very highly of him and have a lot of respect for him as a runner. So uh, that that shows you that uh, that means it's a tough out when they watch him on tape. Defenses go, this is going to be this is going to be hard. He's a hard charging downhill, big, strong runner, um, and those things you know they have an effect on teams. And so that part. I love, and then uh, his energy and his his leadership ability. You know, as a veteran player, um, when he gets when he gets going, you feel him. You know, and I think that permeates throughout our team. And I think that's a um, that's the mark of a lot of good players is if they can their energy raises the level of guys around him. And I think he does that. Coach, can't thank you enough for carving time for us. You know, training camp is underway, and uh, man, a good training camp leads to a good season. There's no question about it. I think I always thought there was a, a good correlation. So good luck in this one and uh, get after it, coach. Yeah, it's the best time of the year. Best time the of the year, for sure. For next, Appreciate you as always. Weeks. Yep, yeah, it's always a pleasure coming on. Thank you. See you a lot. Have a great one. You too. Dave Lapham here, and every day I am grateful for my experience to have played professional football. As a player, I realize self-motivation, leadership, and appreciating your teammates are key. At First Star Logistics, you can use those same attributes to create the life you want for you and your family. Build your future by working hard like I did. You'll see results both on and off the field. Call First Star Logistics today and be part of our winning team.